Hello and welcome to Two Girls in a Pod. I'm Sharon. I'm Christy. We hope all of you are doing well this uh, week. A little cold out there for some people. So hopefully you're all staying warm. Yeah, I say cold and Christy gets that look. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's one of disgust. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know what happened. I don't think we're quite winter people anymore. Were we before? Well, I kind of liked it growing up. You know, I grew up in the southern part of Colorado where it was cold and you just kind of, I didn't mind it then, you know? What is the idea that if you grow up in a place where it snows, you're supposed to be okay with it? No, No, I'm just saying that, you know, when I was growing up, it was fun for me. I didn't have a disdain for it. (laughs) I did. And I had plenty of snow where I grew up. Well, maybe it was what you were doing too. You know, I liked hanging out, you know, my friends liked being out in the snow and so my family, so... Maybe it was different. Did you have friends that wanted to be outside? No. Okay, see, there you go. None of us wanted to be out there in that. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of those things. So we are stuck here with winter. So, you know, I think that's kind of interesting because, you know, when you're in a thing where you're in a situation where you can't get out as much as you would like to for whatever reason, you know, and sometimes it's the weather, those kind of things. Well, I wonder, one of the things we do is we do steps inside, but we do steps with music. Music. And I always ask you, how do you decide what we're going to walk to today? Because she's in charge of the music in the morning. In fact, she's in charge of the music probably 98% of the time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, we listen to everything. With the exception of country. That is usually not on our top 100 list of things to listen to. (laughs) Definitely not. I mean, that's not something I ever choose to listen to. I mean, there are... There's good songs in every genre, but it's not something that I choose to listen to. Um, No disrespect to the country music industry. (laughs) No, definitely not. I mean, there's no beating. Dolly, she's a great gal anyhow. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And that goes beyond music, I think. She just seems like a really cool person. She is such an iconic person. And for those of you who didn't see her, uh, if you didn't see uh, her and Miley Cyrus doing the New Year's Eve thing, you got to go YouTube it watch it it was such a fun thing and and doll even at her age the energy she has you know and also when she was inducted into the rock and roll hall of fame that just shows you the impact of music and even somebody from the country getting into the rock and roll hall of fame and why they explain that it just the power of music itself you know well and i think it's going to be really interesting to see what it inspires in her now because she is doing this new rock Rock album. album And she's talked about some of the different names that may be on there. And I'm excited to hear what it's going to sound like. Because I think Dolly could rock with the best of them. You know, a little rock with a little country twang. (laughs) (laughs) But hey, we'll take it. Yeah. But once again, it just shows you the power of music. And I think how you can maybe not like a genre, but there might be somebody in that genre that you can just, that music and that personality and all the stuff that resonates with you. Yeah. And I mean, it's funny because there's a lot of, like, I'm not a country music fan, but there's a lot of crossover and stuff like that happening in that. And I think that it's always cool to me when you hear all the different collaborations. When people come together and create music, that is just, it's awesome to me um, to see, you know, what comes out of that. And it's so cool because music is so versatile and you can just do so much. Well, and I think, too, it's like sometimes when you at first might see those people who are collaborating together, you're thinking, why that? And then you listen. 
And it's like they hear something that we don't until, you know, that finished product comes out. And then it's like, oh, my goodness, I would have never thought to put those two people together. Yeah, exactly. You know? And sometimes people have a problem with this if they're, you know, somebody that does a certain genre of music. When they step outside of that, there's a lot of people that it, you know, it goes against what they feel like, oh, you're not being true to it or whatever, I guess. And that, so I would imagine there'll be some rejection even with the uh, rock album for Dolly. But you remember back however many years ago that, uh, what's his name? The country artist that did uh, a whole rock album and that didn't set well with people at first. He did it under a different name. Garth Chris. Brooks. It was Garth Brooks. Yeah. Which I know a lot of people didn't care for that album, but I actually liked it a lot. I thought it had a lot of good songs on it. So I I just think it's interesting, you know, especially if somebody does a certain genre of music all the time and they're willing to step outside of that. I remember hearing years and years ago, the other uh, performer that um, she's uh, Celine Dion, you know, the style of music that she does and that. But I heard her years ago do rap. And she was phenomenal at it. Oh, yeah. She did a little thing on it. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it's really cool when you see an artist kind of step outside of themselves and do something maybe that's outside their comfort zone. Well, even when you start seeing those actors and actresses who, you know, when you you don't think about like Nicole Kidman, but she can actually sing, you know, she was on Moulin Rouge and she has a voice too. You know, of course, Anna Kendricks, who was more known for Twilight and then went on to uh, Pitch Perfect. Pitch Perfect. And, you know, just that that they can sing, too. And, you know, everybody hears the rock, you know, when he sings in Moana and stuff like that. And, yeah. You know, his little thing in uh, Journey to the Center of the Earth. He does his little ukulele thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you don't even realize sometimes those people are musically inclined, but it's so cool when you get to see that side of them. And I think, you know, the other thing we were talking about one day, too, is like, how they're remaking so many old songs. You know, at first when we heard the Alan John's new version with the female singer. Dua Lipa. Dua Lipa. And it's like, uh, at first, you know, I said, so well, what do you think? And you, you kind of, you didn't, and I liked it right away. I, I liked the that combination and stuff. And Yeah, the first time I heard it, I was a little unsure, but it grew on me. And, you know, it's like how many of you out there listening will listen to a song and you'll think, you know, it just is not resonating with me. But then you hear it the next time. And I don't know if it's that we're in a different mood or a different place or I, I don't know what that is. But you hear it the next time and you're there like, oh, my God, you know what? I really do like that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, for me, almost any Post Malone song I ever heard, I liked it the first time. But I do remember, I think the first time I heard Circles, I wasn't sure about that one either. And now I love that song. So, I mean, it is, it's interesting how some songs kind of grow on you. And we, I always will ask you, and because we'll, we, if you can't tell, we talk a lot about music, but I'll ask you, do you hear the music first or the lyrics when you first listen to a song? And most of the time it's the music. I get wrapped up in that. Unless it's one of those songs to me, if it has just that same repetitiveness. And how many of you out there too have seen a song go to, into the top 10 and you think, why on earth is that song? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there have been songs that like that. Yeah, she, yeah. She'll get aggravated at that. And she'll say like, "Why is this even popular? Why?" <laughs> and I get it because sometimes if they're like, but I guess that's the cool thing, you know. That's a very cool thing because there's everybody has such different tastes in music, and that it just shows. 
the versatility. And I think that that's awesome because, I mean, I love so many different styles of music. I remember mm -hmm. going through a, a period of my life where I almost always just listened to reggae and, you know, and I mean, now I try to mix it up a lot. I think my favorite is probably reggaeton. And mm -hmm. I, I mean, I love, you know, any Latin beat music. So yeah, we're all into that. And, um, but I think what's interesting is, you know, it's not, and what I find fascinating about you in, in the, in the years we've been together is I swear there can be a song that comes on, at, you know, even a, if it's on a commercial or whatever, you will know it. And I'm there like, how do you know that song from the fifties or the forties or, and you'll tell me, oh yeah, I heard that, you know, whether it was your grandma or, or somebody. Well, I've listened to music. Even growing up, I would listen to music at night with my earphones and partially because growing up, I was only allowed to listen to Christian music and, and there's some good stuff in that too. And there were some groups that I really enjoyed, but I wasn't allowed to listen to secular music. So I would listen to it at night in my earphones. So I just got to listen to so many different kinds. I, I would just, I don't know, it was just a practice for me. And then also my dad was 24 years older than my mom. He knew a lot of different songs. <laughs> so, I mean, it was such a wide span of music that I, that I was privy to, I guess, just because of them and their age difference and that, even though, like I said, I, as in my growing up years, we, we pretty much, they listened to gospel and, and bluegrass. I, at least I would listen to contemporary Christian. I was big into um, DC talk and uh, Petra groups like that. And where mine was different because, you know, my mom's dad, so my grandfather, he played accordion, harmonica, and he could play some piano, but he did all by ear. So we had a musical thing in that area. But I remember being little and my mom would always hum and sing when she would do laundry. And I remember as a child thinking, I can hardly wait till I can get old enough to do laundry because it's such a fun thing because my mom always seemed to enjoy it because there was always some type of humming and music going on. So in my head, I thought... It must be something to do with it. And how, okay, rude awakening, you know, when I got old enough to do laundry, I'm there like, hmm, I don't find the same joy, obviously. But my mom's side of the family, music was such a huge thing. And when my grandma, after my grandfather had passed away, you know, many years later, my grandmother came to visit us and uh, we uh, put music on. And it, because it was, music is such an important part of that side of my family. And we were dancing with my grandmother, who was at that time probably 89, 90, <laughs> you know, and just dancing and having a good time and just that joy of the music, even through her. And and whereas on my dad's side of the family, music was not a big thing. My grandma, music was not her thing. And so if, even for my dad, he kind of had to evolve into that, you know, with my mom and then all the rest of us. But I remember growing up. Saturday mornings, we were watching American Bandstand, and pretty soon dad was watching it with us, and dad and mom were watching American Bandstand, Solid Gold, Soul Train, and so we had music, you know, so, and just how important it was. Did you do school dance? You didn't go to public school, I so. I wasn't allowed to go to school dances or anything, so, yeah. Music was a big part of my life, but it wasn't because of things like that. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember, you know, way back in the day, you know, because that's what it was for me. I remember the school dances and, you know, 
that music would come on and you know at first you know nobody wanted to dance because i don't know you know i don't know if you i don't know what the thing is but you know you just see that you know see in those movies where you pan in you see everybody just sitting there looking maybe tapping their foot and stuff but pretty soon the music moves you and mm -hmm. you're out dancing that's what I say. I mean, how can you sit still if you're there listening to music? I, it amazes me, the people that can. I remember when we went to Las Vegas, we were with our friend, <laughs> our friend Sandra again. But we went out to this club and I remember there were, the, you know, the music's really going. And I mean, you're standing there listening to the rhythm of the night. How are you standing that still? I'm like, <laughs> how do you do that? I don't get it. She says she's dancing internally. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it is. Music moves us. Music is about movement and motion. And, you know, not only does music have the ability to move our body, but it has such an ability to really touch our soul and, and just really make us, I don't even know what the word is. Yeah, I feel like music can be so healing or it can just be soothing. Sometimes, you know, you're going through something or whatever and you can put a song on. I love that there's a song for every mood. Oh, God, yes. And then there are the songs that can help change the mood. True. And I just, I love that about music. And I feel like that... Life without music would be so sad. <laughs> you know, it's interesting because, you know, I worked with kids for so long and oftentimes I would hear parents say, uh, they would be fighting about what the kid was listening to. Mm. Don't be listening to that. That's, you know, corrupting your mind, blah, 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 blah. And I remember this kid, he loved Eminem. Ooh, the, <laughs> the The parents, uh, they just didn't like it. Yeah. It was rap music. It was all this and that. So my mom comes in. They've been fighting about this. Because I'd ask the kid, I said, what? What song is it that you're listening to? And he was listening to a song, Cleaning Out My Closet. Mm -hmm. And I asked the mom, I said, do you know what that is even about? And she goes, well, it's rap music. And I said, but you know what? I want you, your assignment is you go listen to that song. And when they came back, she goes, well, I didn't understand. And I said, because it, the song is about getting rid of crap. You know, it's very much what therapeutically we do. We clean out your closet. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's what he was talking about. Clean out the closet. You know, you have to transcend that, get past that. Figuratively speaking. And, yes. And, yeah, emotionally healing kind of thing. Yes. And so it really changed her perception because then they could have a conversation about that. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think sometimes, you know, older generations, you know, we all heard about Elvis, right? <laughs> that rebel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> He was starting a sexual revolution or something. Yeah. You know? How dare he move his hips like that? Exactly. And so I think that was really, even for him, that started a new genre, a new way of performing and things like that. So every time there was these, these iconic people who came through, you know, and did stuff like that, of course, Michael Jackson, you know, with his dance moves and stuff like that, that was incorporated in and, it just shows that evolution of music, but music with dance and and the value of it. Mm -hmm. You know, and of course, you know, speaking of Elvis Presley, you know, very sad about Lisa Marie. Yeah. That was really a sad thing because, you know, she was a artist and, you know, a singer and that. So, you know, we're losing. There's a lot of these iconic Jeff Beck, you know, passing away as well. So there's a lot of really these performers who really 
contributed and gave so much in the world of music. And it's such a cool thing that even though they've left us physically, we still have the music to kind of connect with that. They've really left behind a legacy. And it's really cool because it, you know, how you say they changed the world of music, but, and it's not just the world of music because that's the cool thing about music is it changes the world of people sometimes, you know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. It helps you reflect on things sometimes and see things differently. And like I said, just can soothe the soul. And you know, when you said the world, you know, because we listen to world music too. We listen to music from all over the world. Absolutely. One of the things that I think is really cool is we watch a series called Destination Truth and he travels all over the world. And sometimes even when he goes into these villages and they, there will be music. Uh, oh, yeah. They will be dancing. There will be music. Music is, you know, whether it's on a drum or whatever that musical instrument is. And there's really cool musical instruments from all over the world. And that's what I think is cool, too, is it connects us in so many ways. And everywhere that you you go, it's like music is such a key part of culture, of just people in general, things that they're going through or whatever it has has brought people together. You know, they they would join together in songs and things like that. And I mean, I think that that's really cool because it was a form of entertainment before there was anything, you know what I mean? And song and dance has always been so important. You know, one of the things, and I always have such a fun memory of is, you know, we used to go to wedding dances and stuff like that with as a family is dancing cumbias with my dad and stuff. Yes. And my mom danced cumbias with my brothers and stuff. So just the importance of that with us and that value to us, you know, it was the music. It's that connectivity. It's all of those things that are just so amazing. Once again, my mom's love of music. So we listen to some Frank Sinatra. I mean, when we talk about the genres of what we do, and I have a memorial tattoo for my parents, and on it is uh, the musical notes and it's a staff with the musical notes and uh it's five minutes more by frank sinatra which wasn't one of his biggest songs he ever had out there because it's a really short song it's not very big but it was the first song that my parents danced to yeah and what's cool is on the tattoo the way the notes are placed on the staff it's actually playable so i thought that was really neat yeah i thought that was cool you know the tat i told the tattoo artist just put some notes on there but he actually went and looked it up and then he actually put the musical notes so you can actually play them. You know, if you see them, if you're those kind of music people, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, which I am not. I have a memorial tattoo as well to my dad because when I was growing up, he would play mandolin. When I was little, little, he used to play the banjo and then switch to the mandolin. And So hers is a mandolin yeah. on hers. So once again, even music is even represented on our tattoos and we have a sleeve of vegas and we have musical notes there because we got to go see shakira in a concert there with uh, two of our friends sandra and then we Mm -hmm. went and saw 30 seconds to mars there with your brother david so we have these experiences and and music brings people together oh yes you know you sit there and say Oh, yeah, you know, a lot of you go back in the day and say, oh, yeah, my friends and I, we did this and that, you know, at this concert. or And it's that really great memory. Well, hopefully, you know, no arrest or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's those, too. But it's so interesting, too, because you can hear a song maybe that you hadn't heard in a really long time, and it'll take you right back to a moment. 
And I think that that's really cool. I mean, I remember, you know, the songs that we used to listen to when we go cruising and those kinds of things. So, I mean, it's really cool how your well, memory works. Well, I think for works. you, that's kind of cool, too, because some of that time was with your Aunt Sherry, who mm -hmm. passed away. So, yeah. So, I mean, when I hear, you know, anything that's uh, the ones that we went to see, we went to see, we went to the uh, 90s concert and yes. got to see Coolio and... Um, Oh, oh, salt was... and pepper. Those were the big ones when I would go cruising with Aunt Sherry. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, of course, Coolio, uh, my ringtone is uh, <laughs> Gangster's Paradise. Yeah. And, and once again, when you think about this, and, and music is healing. Mm -hmm. I tell people, listening to music is such a healing force. It has this amazing ability, like you said, to take us back into time. And even sometimes there'll be that song that might trigger that memory to the past. And maybe it's not a good memory, but then you can also remember it can trigger you back there. But then you also get to come back to this place and you get to see that journey and how far you've come. I often say, you know, go back and let, you know, when you go back and you actually sit down and you think about it and you think of those songs through your history, those historical songs for you that have meaning and relevance and things like that. I don't know why for me, for one of my friends, her name's Miwa, she's from Osaka, Japan. When I hear the song Relax, I always think of her. This was from our, we were in college. And I don't know what it is about that. So well, we danced to it one night, but that song for whatever reason, and it's such a fond memory for me. Mm -hmm. It was a brief memory. It's not even like it was a, you know, like a concert or anything like that. We were just out we were dancing and it was just a fun, fun moment. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, just even having those moments where you start to think about those things and it is that really connectivity that it does for us. And I know we connect a lot of music. You know, like we said, we were just at the Snoop Dogg concert, which, you know, who doesn't love Snoop Dogg? He just got that cool laid back vibe. You know what I'm saying? And of course, T-Pain and oh. the Yin Yang Twins were just phenomenal. Yes. Amazing uh, concert. And every once in a while, it's nice to go to go back. I thought one of the really cool things that you did for me for one of my birthdays is I like Chris Isaac. I love you've done a bad, bad thing. Yeah. <laughs> one of my favorite songs of his. But you surprised me with concerts, tickets to him, and which was really amazing. Mm -hmm. And like I said, it's so neat because we can go back and forth. And, and, you know, a lot of times, you know, you might hear people say, well, why are those old people still performing? Those old people are performing because their music resonates. We are big Aussie fans yes we freaking love ozzy yeah. you know and he came out with and i love his new song patient number nine just and that was one that jeff beck was on doing guitar on that and so once again that collaboration of stuff and guitar music is really important in ozzy songs and you can see why and when he when he talks about it when he's talking about the riff when he's talking about those things you can that passion for that resonates and then when you go to listen to it, you're listening to that. It changes that experience, I think. I think so, too. I always love when, um, to hear interviews with performers and that when they talk about the, the whole creative process and just the ideas that they come up with. And like I said, when they pull in other people and do these collaborations and everything, but it's always neat to hear the artist's perspective on how they came up with this song or, or why. You know, one of the things that I really am loving is growing up in the Latin culture is that 
if you wanted to hear that, you had to actually be listening to a Latin station. station. Mm-hmm. And now it is so mainstream. We have Bad Bunny. We have Shakira. We have, geez, there's Jay Belvin. There's just so many now. Carol G. G. There's so many. Uh, yeah. Jennifer Lopez is doing Christina Aguilera. Mm-hmm. You know, Christina Aguilera and Jennifer Lopez, you know, back in the day, they didn't really do a lot of the Spanish music. But now they are mm-hmm. because it's become so much more mainstream. And I absolutely love that. So now I can hear that. What I like about it is it, it really goes back to that relationship I have with my my parents and my family. Having that, you know, we've gone to Latin We went to see Los Tucanes. Tobias Renee. How many times have I gone to see Los Tucanes? Because... I know, and I just want you to know, we go to see Los Tucanes one night. We're, Christy and I are tired. We're with my sister, Linda. She wanted a picture with them so bad. Huh? How long yeah. did we have to freaking wait? We stayed up there waiting forever. But she got her stupid... Well, she didn't call it stupid. But man, we were tired. We were done. <laughs> but she wanted it. We stayed. She got it. But that's what I mean. You know, it's so cool that that representation for me, for my culture, is now there. I yes. absolutely love it. And I love that those that they're collaborating with people of different genres. Snoop Dogg did one. It's a crossover and it's blending of those cultures of that culture through music. Oh yeah. I love that that they're they're doing so much more of that in music than I have ever heard. I listen to some songs that will have several different languages in it and i just think that that's so cool well i love that with shakira she does that she brings in the lebanese piece of it Mm -hmm. so it has that more middle eastern sound to it which i really like in songs and you know like i said it's just the world of music i think is expanding at the same time coming together, if that makes sense. It is expand, and I think it creates these bridges uh, between these cultures and that. I love that because, like I said, well, even the, I don't remember the name of the song, but the one by Sia, it's got French, it's got Spanish. I mean, it's so cool to me that this that, little montage. Yeah, all these collaborations coming together and, and making music and making it, it's different than it's ever been, I feel like. And I think that's awesome. And I think the cool thing is, and I think that, you know, hopefully the listeners where you're listening can really hear in our voice, the music is part of our happy. Oh, yes. And I think that's the thing, you know, even when we talk about that mental health piece, I always tell people, go to those places of happy. And the fastest place to do that is throw on some music. Mm-hmm. Really listen to it. <laughs> I remember growing up and, you know, I remember one of my friends, Sherry, she loved Donny Osmond. And I used to think, Donny Osmond? And at first I was there, like, I didn't know. Who. Then I went and I was like, oh, okay, it's music and stuff like that. So, But I remember even just things like that. Mm-hmm. And then you put music in musicals, and that's even great. Moulin Rouge is one of my favorite musicals. Yeah. But then we watched The Greatest Showman. And, and we started really watching more of the musicals because of that. Of course, it just went like right out of my head. I started seeing it. The one who did Hamilton, mm-hmm. I watched that and I fell in love with the I, The music of it was just amazing. And I think I have more of a passion for that than you sometimes. And I'm not sure. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I do. There are certain ones that I love. Probably Moulin Rouge is probably my favorite of any of those. But yeah, I do like musicals and that. And I enjoyed Hamilton, too. 
but I just, I don't know. It's you not notice my... the difference. I love Hamilton. <laughs> I enjoyed Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> it's different for me. But yeah, I did enjoy him. Which is weird to me because in my head, I think she's such a lover of music. How can she not just love even theater because of the music? Mm -hmm. It baffles me. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do enjoy them. I just, I don't know. I, I love that. She goes back to, I do enjoy them. <laughs> and I think that's what it is. So once again, it baffles me just a little bit because of her love and passion for this. I wonder, how is it? Because... I don't know if it's the style of music or if it's the musical itself or what that is. But, you know, I keep telling her, we're going to go to theater. We're going to do some musicals. We're going to, because I just think there's something different about theater, too, because of the, the, the live music and all of that. It just changes it a little bit. But it's things that we get to share and we share those passions with each other, different kinds of genres and stuff like that. And we have a client who sends you music all the time. Yep. All kinds of music. <laughs> yeah, it's really yeah. cool. But I, I love to, it's interesting to hear the different things that people like, you know what I mean? And sometimes you hear stuff you've never even heard before, you know, that way. I mean, it's really cool. And one of the things is, is this was the other funny thing was that we're both on Facebook and, you know, but we don't always know what the other one does on Facebook. You know, you like different things. I like different things. Let's know the product. Here I am. I'm liking all of her stuff. I really like her stuff. And then one day she says that and where they're like, what? what? We didn't even, we hadn't even talked about it. <laughs> but here we were, you know, following her, her amazing voice. I mean, as far when it comes to, and of course, it's so cool to me once again, because she's a uh, Latina. And so it's that being able to listen to that music in Spanish, but she's, she does rap yeah, she's an amazing artist and amazing. You know. Not just rap. I mean, she does. She, she does voice. it all. Yeah, and it was so cool to see that her song is on the Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. How amazing is that? You know, and we've got to see her in concert. She does small venues, which I think is amazing. Mm -hmm. Those people who don't forget their grassroots, you know, they don't forget that. You know, and she talks about that. Yeah. And a different, completely different style of music, but really great group is Shell. Yes. S-H-E-L. Yes. And they are amazing. And if you have never heard them, you should they look them up. They are four sisters. The drummer does beatbox. Oh, my goodness. She's phenomenal at it. And, you know, they're more, they're a local to Colorado and now they've expanded out and stuff like that. But their style of music, I guess you would say, were more like folk or something like that. Kind of. It, they write their own music and, and they're phenomenal because they play the, so. They're all classically trained. So there's Sarah who plays violin. violin. Mm -hmm. There's Hannah who does keyboard. Mm -hmm. There's Eve who does the mandolin, yeah. electric mandolin. And then there's Liza who does all of the percussion stuff and beatbox. So it's Shell. If you haven't heard them, get on. And uh, the, my favorite Favorite one of theirs is what was the remake? Shadow. Mm -mm. Oh, oh no. Okay, Shadow. Yeah, they did a remake of Sandman, which was phenomenal. Yes, but no, Shadow is in the title, and it was uh, on a, a movie, uh, a TV program. They they played it on that, and so I'm just a shadow. Maybe mm -hmm. is the name of it, but phenomenal song. We've been fortunate enough to go see them a few times in concert, and their interaction with the audience. 
if you can get to concerts, that's great. Right now, we're hearing it from everybody and we're feeling it too. Concert prices have, it's and it's sad to me. It's such a sad thing because, you know, there's something about seeing live performances and stuff like that. But the ticket pricing has gotten outrageous. And so it's made it hard. I wanted to take Christy to see Stevie Nicks. I love Stevie Nicks. Mm -hmm. Fleetwood Mac, Stevie Nicks. I'm telling you, the bomb. Once again, Christine McVie, we lost her too. That was really sad. But I wanted to go take her to a concert in Red Rocks. And if you have not seen a concert in Red Rocks, get out there and do it. I know Christy's looking at me like, yeah, you've been telling me that. I have not seen a concert at Red Rocks, and I've been here for over 20 years in Colorado, <laughs> so eventually I'm going to get there. But one of the things is, is that I told her, I said, I really do want to, and so I was so excited when I saw Stevie Nicks coming, but the price, ticket prices, um, they're like, this is crazy. Yeah. And I don't know if all the rest of you are experiencing that too, and I don't know you know, I get it. We had COVID. We had all that. But it just seems like astronomically high now. Yeah. Really, really high. And I don't know what that's about. But I know for me, I wish we could get back to it, to it being affordable for people yeah, and things been, like that. It's disappointing that it's gone up uh, the way that it has. I'm really grateful that we've gotten to see the artists that we have been able to see in concert. Katy Perry was amazing so was pink oh god pink is phenomenal janet pitbull janet jackson janet jackson it's kind of cool janet jackson is coming back and performing now and i was watching her a clip from her concert i think in hawaii oh my god you know janet jackson is this really iconic person you know when you did anything and you know she's older now (laughs) sold out i mean i was there like oh my god this is completely full and that's what i love Snoop Dogg, we went there. It was sold out. Yeah. And so, Shakira was phenomenal. Oh, God. She's like a little ball of energy, man. I am telling you. And when you say little, I was so surprised she was only four (laughs) foot something when they first brought her down because she came through the the audience. And when they first brought her up there, they were, I thought they were carrying her on a something really low. I was like, and no, she was walking. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) I know it was so weird, but it was so cool because we were so close to when they brought her in, you know, we could have reached out and touched her. Yeah. And yeah, so that went, and yeah, she was there like, what is, like, what are they carrying her on? No, she's walking. It's like, wow, I did not know. <laughs> and then realize. she gets on stage and she has such a huge presence. Yeah. And, and oh my God, that woman can make her body move. Like, I don't even know how she does it. She Unreal. breaks all laws of physics and everything to me. Right. What you say can't happen, her body can do. Yeah. And, and so, you know, once again, it's that power of music and it is so important. And if you're not spending time listening to music, then start it, it, it's it. so it is so so healing i remember when my mom was in hospice and because of her love of music we would just go play her music huh mm-hmm. and she would love it well she found it very entertaining too because the grandkids were coming in and that was the during the time that the nene was really popular and so the kids would come in they play that song and then they dance <laughs> so she got a kick out of that but it's such good memories. And my dad would, you know, one of the things I, my dad, once again, he didn't grow up with music or anything like that, but he would so crack me up because he would just start singing and he would sing older songs and 
Old Susanna. Old Susanna. I don't, don't ask me why old Susanna. <laughs> so amazing. But you know, it was really funny because Christy did the music at my parents' uh, funerals, which I really greatly appreciate. And I know that was really difficult for you. But when we were at the cemetery, my cousin who played the music for, uh, he does music uh, on my dad's side. He had his harmonica, and while we were at the graveside, he played Old Susanna on his harmonica, and it was just so amazing, and it just kind of brought everything together because he got to go out with a little bit of music, and why Old Susanna? I don't know. Maybe it was the, word, the only ones he knew the words well, now, Yeah, I don't know why he would just sing that once in a while, so I thought it was really cool that he did that. But, you know, I can go back, and now I have such a different fondness for that. It's such a great memory for me, and... So, you know, I think there are those things and the memories it can bring. But also, we want people to understand there's such a healing power to music. Music, you feel it. Mm -hmm. You truly feel it. And we'll talk about this, too, because sometimes we'll hear a voice in Amy Lee with mm -hmm. Evanescence. Yes. Her voice. For some, there's something about those voices that I say that they, there's this haunting feel to it, but it creates such an emotion such a feeling yes a, yeah it's really cool and you know taking that time to to listen to music to help it to heal you to know that there's so much value in it mm -hmm. and then talking to about music i have clients and we'll talk about music and i love that I was talking to one of my clients. And I was talking to him, in fact, about Snow, the product. And he was there like, Snow, he had already been following her. So it was just kind of weird. I love talking to him about music, but we, um, I'll be seeing him later today. Uh, <laughs> but I will have those clients and we will talk about music and, and the value of music to them or what music has done to help them through so many different things. And I think just taking that time to let it heal you. Mm -hmm. And it's not just about healing. Music can bring you joy. Oh, yeah. And granted, music can also bring you sadness. Because mm -hmm. I have a lot who will, they had to break up, so they're going to sit there and, you know, listen to every breakup song there is, blah, blah, you know. And I get there's that moment, too. Sometimes you need that, I guess. One of my friends made me a CD. It was when my first relationship was ending, and it was all the reasons I should, it was how many songs about why, like, I should end this relationship. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's funny because that used to be a popular thing to do. You know, you make a mixtape for somebody. That was, you know, a really cool gesture to do something like that. Yeah, I really appreciate it. And, you know, now what it is is you go and you make a reel and you put music on it. <laughs> yeah. Know, oh, how times have changed. No more eight tracks, you know, no more. Eight tracks. You really went back eight oh, tracks. Oh, crap, yeah. Okay, y'all don't even listen to that. Could have no, said 33s, you know, when we used to listen to the record player and the 45s, <laughs> I mean, yeah. yeah, man, that is back in the day. But we, hey, record players are coming back, y'all. They are. Vinyl is coming back. Such a cool sound. I mean, it's a different thing. It sounds you different. hear the instrument different to me. Yeah. You know, and, and even that, they don't do music the same way because a lot of it's done computerized and stuff like that. And. You know, we talk with friends and stuff like that and missing the, really hearing the instruments and all of that stuff that went into making music. 30 Sex to Mars, we used to watch them and watch the process of music and stuff and how all that was important and how it would come together and things. So 
it's just really one of those fun things. But most importantly, it is the healing of it. Mm -hmm. It is when we listen to it and we truly let it come to us and and move us in the way that it, maybe it's meant to move us. What can be, you know, it can rejuvenate you and all of those things. And I think sometimes, you know, music helps set people's intentions and things. I mean, sometimes, you know, you put on a song just to get into that creative headspace, you know, people do that too. And it is. And so I guess today the message is, is to find that music that truly helps us to heal whether it's healing to feel alive, the happiness in it, understanding that music has the ability to move us through emotion. I mean, it can take us every single place of emotion. Mm -hmm. And in doing so, that shows you the power of something, the power of music to take us through emotion, to bring us up, bring us down, and everything in between. Mm -hmm. That is power. And But to use it, and how many times in my practice that we have used music as a healing tool, music to deal in grief and loss, music to take us out of those places of trauma or whatever that is. Music to communicate. I mean, they even yes. use music with the hearing impaired through the vibration, different thing, you know, what they can pick up through that. I mean, it's it's really cool to to hear even, you know, the therapeutic piece of what they can do with music. So, you know, take a moment. I think it should be daily, but hey, let's not push it. But take a moment and maybe go down memory lane because that's always a fun thing or explore the new stuff out there. And sometimes we don't think it's our cup of tea and then sometimes we find it can resonate with us. Keep an open mind. <laughs> Absolutely. There's healing power in so many things, but music is something that is right at our fingertips. Mm -hmm. You know, it is right there. And maybe you can't attend a concert, but you can listen for free lots of times. <laughs> and now you can stream concerts. Mm, you can, all of those things, you know, we've, the world of music has opened up to us. So take time, listen to some music. Pay attention to what it does to you, how it resonates with you, what it does. If you find that music that uplifts you and then you're having those moments where you're down, you know where to go to get lifted up. Or sometimes you just need to take that trip down memory lane or whatever to have that nostalgic feel. You get to do it it's all through music. Sometimes you just want to hear a sad song and that's okay too. <laughs> yeah. So once again, we hope that uh, you enjoyed the episode today. Uh, we hope that it means that more people will be listening to music after listening to this and kind of exploring it and getting back in touch with, you know, that music that resonated with them in the past and is currently resonating with them. Yeah, so rock on. Really? <laughs> so we hope that y'all have a really great week and we will be back next week. Bye. Bye.